0: Hey guys, welcome once again to The Bible Speaks. It's Supreme and today we'll be looking at the last segment of Proverbs chapter 3. In the previous episode, we talked about happiness from wisdom. That's getting happiness from wisdom. Okay, and today we want to discuss treating people fairly. Believe it or not, this is actually a way to express wisdom. Okay, everything that we're talking about is in the context of wisdom and so we'll be looking at this, treating people fairly, okay? To do that, we'll be reading verses 27 to 35 of Proverbs chapter 3. And the very first verse has an angle, a very interesting angle, or two different interesting angles that we'll be looking at. So let's jump right in. Now, verse 27 of Proverbs chapter 3. It says, when it is in your power, don't withhold good from the one it belongs to. The New King James Version says, to whom it is due. Now, some translations put it clearly that this is talking about a debt that you owe, an actual debt. So you took a loan from someone and you promised to pay back, but you didn't pay back. That's what it's looking like, right? Because it says, don't withhold. So don't withhold, pay back. As long as you have the money, pay it back. Okay. I mean, why would you be withholding debt when you're capable of paying it? So that's one That's one way to look at it. The other angle to look at it is, I mean, as much as it is in, in your power, don't withhold goodness from those that it is due. First, don't think that goodness only has to do with money. Okay, it may be money in some in some other times or situations or circumstances. I mean, but some other times, when God puts somebody in your mind and you are to help them, probably with your words of encouragement or with a visit or with material assistance, whatever it is it may be with money still or it may even be with a project that god has laid in your mind to undertake Where you've stored on it these are the different aspects that you know this verse may be speaking to you if you withhold these from the person even if the person does not know you have withheld good from that person okay and it is actually due to that person because god willed it so all right it says when it's in your power don't withhold good from them it is due them now speaking more specifically how will you know when someone is due your goodness of course probably that question cropped up in your mind now in the previous episode we talked about having sound wisdom and discernment and not letting them go following that you will know who to give to when to give because you have discernment okay of course people have talked about giving your house rent away and experiencing a miracle but If you do this without clear instruction without god specifically telling you that this person is due this this is the person you should give it to or give this thing out to so person or to so place or to so cause you may just end up sleeping on the streets so please employ discernment so that you know now the message this message continues in the verse the next verse verse 28. In verse 28 it says, Don't say to your neighbor, go away, come back later. I'll give it tomorrow when it is there with you. Of course, this is this is deceit. Okay? In this in this regard, I'm personally, I'm a let your year be here yeah kind of person, and let your no be no kind of person. So if you have a need and I have what you need and I don't want to give it to you, I, I won't give it to you. I'll tell you to your face, I'm I'm sorry, I have need for it, I have use for it. Yeah. then i'll let you know okay not turning you around and saying come today come tomorrow that's not that's not faithfulness and as a wise person you ought to be faithful you ought to be truthful you ought to be honest okay don't be deceitful okay if it's something like lending somebody your car and you need to fix something before releasing it of course it's okay to tell the person that oh um the car will be ready tomorrow it's not ready now it'll be ready tomorrow that's a different thing entirely but you're being honest with the person okay let the person know whatever it is if it's something that you can't let go of of course or you're saving money for a car and somebody is coming to ask you for that money and clearly you have need for it you just want to go and buy the car the next day i don't understand if (laughs) i didn't receive any instruction from god really (laughs) please employ discernment i beg you employ discernment employ wisdom all right now, moving on to the next verse, 29. Don't plan any harm against your neighbor, for he trusts you and lives near you. Now, I feel like this verse is pretty clear. Okay, Because when we're discussing trust the Lord, right? That, I think that was two episodes ago in this same chapter 3. I think that was verse 3. Verse 3 said um, to never let loyalty and faithfulness leave us we should tie it around our neck so we can't be loyal and faithful people and still plan harm against someone especially someone who trusts us our neighbor who trusts that's not what that's not what wise people do that's not what wise people do that's not because wise people are loyal people that's not what we do please we don't do that here Okay, furthermore, let's talk about the next verse and I think I'll bring everything together because they're talking about maintaining peace with others. That's what it is. If you plan harm against your neighbor, you're not maintaining peace. I'm sorry. Okay, so this entire segment, although it's talking about treating people fairly, peace is part of that. It's a way to treat people fairly. If you're not at peace with somebody, you won't treat them fairly, honestly. So verse 30 says, don't accuse anyone without cause when he has done you no harm. Okay, the King James Version, it says, you shouldn't strive with other people. That's how he puts it. I'm reading from HCSB, but King James Version says, don't strive with other people. Don't argue with them. Don't quarrel with them when they have done you no harm. Okay, or people who have done you no wrong. Don't quarrel with them. Don't, don't do that. Now, reading this segment makes me realize that these are the tenets of wisdom. Okay. are the tenets of wisdom it's easy for us to remember wisdom when we want to manage our money when we want to pick a house you want to implement a business idea you want to do something that benefits you in your work you know you want to maybe when making career choices or picking a spouse yeah you want people to see your smart moves as evidences of wisdom however wisdom is a lifestyle and it includes and dictates how we treat other people not just ourselves it dictates how we treat other people. So wisdom is not in isolation, it's not just in the context of you know sharing wise words and giving people advice. No, it's in the way that we esteem other people and it treats other people fairly. So don't strive with other people, don't argue, don't quarrel with them. That's what wisdom does. Okay, don't plan any harm against your neighbor. He trusts you and he lives near you. That's a tenet of wisdom. Okay. So moving on to verse 31. 31 says don't envy a violent man or choose any of his ways okay you may be wondering how you would ever feel the need to envy a violent person okay some other translations will put it uh, will call violent people oppressors or cruel people okay so you may be thinking ah, why would i want to Why would i want to envy a violent man so let's let's go back a bit to chapter one of proverbs which we discussed okay chapter 1 of Proverbs Solomon was advising his son not to be persuaded or enticed okay by people who promise to share their plunder after ambushing innocent people you can see that clearly those are violent people okay they are oppressors they lay in wait for people who have done them no wrong and from their evil activities they make gains it could be financial it could be material it could be whatever okay when you are working hard for your money and you put it side by side these people and you're, you're not making as much as they are making it's easy to get tempted okay it may look like it's taking time for you to make ends meet and these people move ahead of you i mean in the societal status overnight somebody just comes and the person has made over a hundred million from plundering people from stealing from people from advanced fee fraud or from whatever from hacking it's easy to envy envy them and and to want to work in their ways So Solomon is saying you shouldn't. God is saying you shouldn't. Okay. And violent men and women, cruel people and oppressors, they don't necessarily have to be people who exhibit violence with a gun. Okay. That's why we have other meanings of the word it's cruelty, it's oppression. Okay. So it doesn't necessarily have to be with a gun. It doesn't, they don't have to be robbers. Okay. They don't have to be assassins. They can be employees, they can be employers, they can be leaders, they can be spouses even okay anybody can be violent to their staff by treating them unfairly and let's say okay so you have somebody who has uh, members of staff that he treats unfairly he doesn't pay them well or he removes um, um, um slashes their salary unjustly okay at their expense he makes great financial gains this this can discourage now if he has a friend who is being fair to his staff but is not making as much profit as this cruel man is making of course, this fair man can be discouraged, all right? He can be very discouraged and he may want to adopt that pattern of being unkind and disloyal to his staff. And this, this, this is wrong. We shouldn't be those kind of people, okay? We heard in the previous, the previous episode about happiness that wisdom has riches in her left hand. So it's normal to wonder where will the riches manifest? When? When will they come? Okay, and you consider the oppressors so that you can get his riches faster. But the reason why you shouldn't follow the ways of the violent man or the oppressors is it's clearly stated in the next verse, which we'll be looking at now. Okay, we'll be looking at from thirty-two to thirty-five and then we'll discuss. So I'll read from thirty-two to thirty-five now. It says thirty-two, for the devious are detestable to the Lord, but he is a friend to the upright. 33 the lord's curse is on the household of the wicked but he blesses the home of the righteous 34 he mocks those who mock but gives grace to the humble so let me pause at 34 before jumping to 35 first of all i'm excited that you know embracing wisdom brings me favor and it brings me high regard from god and man i want it to remain that way i really do i don't want to be detested by god I want to remain his friend, and the only way I can do that is by being upright. So I will remain upright. He gets into the gist now. Secondly, from verse 33, I don't want God's curse, so I will gladly avoid wickedness and foolishness. I'll gladly avoid violence. I'll gladly avoid oppressing other people, okay, and being cruel to people. I'll embrace righteousness because. That's what attracts God's blessings to my home. And when I looked at the word that's translated as home in that verse, it wasn't just talking about my house, okay? It was talking about wherever I abide, wherever I stay, wherever I made my habitation, wherever I was, okay? Even if it's just for a bit. So I'm carrying the blessing wherever. And I want that, okay? Then in verse 34, we're saying the mockers. I don't know if you remember them. We talked about them in chapter 1. Okay, when we were discussing the purpose of Proverbs, if you haven't listened to that episode, please do. The purpose of Proverbs. In that episode, they said there are those who mock knowledge, who mock wisdom. They mock whatever they come across. Okay, they are the chief mockers. But they are about to meet the Almighty who will mock them. That's what it is. The Almighty, that's what it says in 34, he mocks those who mock but gives grace to the humble. Okay, I think I want to wrap that up there, then I'll come to the the verse 35. Let's talk about verse 35. It says, the wise will inherit honor, but he holds up fools to dishonor. You remember that in the previous episode titled um, happiness from wisdom, we discussed how that wisdom had honor in her left hand. I've mentioned that before. Now we are told that the wise, that's those who embrace wisdom, those ones will inherit honor okay and it's beautiful confirmation upon confirmation it's just beautiful because i mean part of wisdom is treating people fairly we've said that before and not just knowing how to use high sounding words having groundbreaking ideas is great that's cool but do you know how to treat people because what's in store for for fools is is that they will be promoted to dishonor that's how the King James Version puts it, that he will hold up fools to dishonor. That's their next level. Dishonor is their next level. Okay, shame and disgrace. That's their next level. Okay, so from verse 32 to 35, we've seen the reason why we shouldn't follow the way of violent people or oppressors. They are foolish people who do not treat other people fairly and their lot is not pleasant. Okay, as wise people, we must stick to God's path and be fair, fair to people if you owe a debt. Pay up, even if it's in trickles. If God has laid an idea in your mind, implement it with the wisdom that He gives and serve people with it. Don't withhold it. That's good you're withholding. Don't betray your neighbor's trust. That's another point there. Another way, not to treat people fairly. Please treat people fairly. Don't don't betray their trust. Okay? Don't quarrel with people or mock them. That's not nice. That's not wise. Okay, don't oppress people or be cruel to them don't be a violent person don't envy violent people because you don't want what's coming to them even them don't want what's coming to them but they're going to have it anyway if they are if they continue in their ways all right and i mean if you do any of these things if all of this doesn't get to you just remember that if you do the wrong thing you'll be disgusting to god if you become a violent person you would actually be disgusting to god i don't think i want to be disgusting to god i i don't really Alright, so yeah, this is a very short one. I've come to the end of this chapter, Proverbs chapter three, and I really enjoy this one. Alright, and right now, you know what time it is. It's time to talk about what parts of the scripture point us to Jesus. Where do we see Jesus in this scripture? And first of all, what I see is that Jesus did not withhold good from people. He ate with tax collectors and was kind to people he was straightforward with people he didn't tell them to go today and come back tomorrow to receive his help even with the syrophoenician woman he was honest with her you know the woman whom he told that why would he give the children's bread to dogs yeah that woman jesus was actually straightforward with her okay and when it came to paying his debt jesus paid it whether it was the debt or that he did, not, he did not owe on the cross or when it came to the tax that he was supposed to pay. He paid it, you know, getting the coin from the fish to pay the taxes. He did that. So Jesus didn't owe. That's Jesus Christ. If Jesus didn't owe, we shouldn't owe people. We shouldn't owe people kindness. We shouldn't owe them goodness. We shouldn't owe people. We should pay up. Whether it's money, whether it's in our deeds, we should pay up. Okay. Another thing I see is that Jesus wasn't violent, even when he was about to be seized by the guards and Peter cut off the servant's ear. We should remember that story. Jesus healed the man and rebuked Peter. Okay, Jesus wasn't a violent person. Even when others were being violent to him, he wasn't violent. Now while looking at this, I thought about an incident where Jesus was flogging people, people who were selling in the temple. and. occurred to me I was like wait Jesus was flogging these people can't that be counted as violence all right I asked that question and the answer that came back to me is no Jesus wasn't being violent now how can that be it's like this Jesus was right in a wrong okay the people in the temple who were selling were in the wrong and if you ask me what I mean it's simple The motive of the people who were selling in the temple there was to make money, okay? They were abusing the temple, they were disregarding God, they were dishonoring Him, all right? Violence is based on pure injustice and cruelty. Violence is based on oppression and that was not what Jesus was about. That That was not what his motive was, okay? His action and his motive was purely disciplinary, it was correctional. Okay, and like something that my wife would say, I should say that some people who have access to a pulpit, they need to be flogged today. Some people who have access to, to a platform, they need to be flogged because instead of serving God, instead of worshipping God, they are using God's calling to buy and sell. They are using it to trade. They are trading with people's destinies. They deserve to be flogged because they are misusing what God has given. That's what these people in the temple were doing. Okay, the temple, that temple was one that david saved up for he saved up for it so that his son solomon could build it and after it was built it was dedicated to god okay and even after it was torn down it was rebuilt with great resources all right it was unto god it took so much detail skill and resources to build that temple unto the father that's the temple that they were desecrating all right so they actually deserved worse all right and Jesus' motive was it wasn't cruelty it wasn't injustice or oppression in fact it was justice all right, it was correctional if you if you punish a child for wrongdoing is that being oppressive? Of course not, but when you punish a child just because you are big and they are small, then that's being oppressive and violent all right, so no, Jesus wasn't being violent and he was not a violent man he is not violent and he didn't encourage or envy violence in any way all right, so having said that, we have come to the end of this episode. Um, In the next episode, we'll be starting from Proverbs chapter 4. I'm so happy. I'm so glad we've progressed. We've done four chapters. All right. I hope that this series is blessing you. I hope that you're learning. I'm learning. I'm actually learning a lot. Thank you for listening. Uh, Of course, I don't have the, the ultimate authority. So please, if there's any questions you have or any view you want to express or an understanding of the scriptures that you think i am misrepresenting please let me know i would really love to learn from you as well so please hit me up via email hello speaks at gmail.com or hit send me a voice message the link is in the description just for it's in the description the show notes just check there and you'll see it thank you so much for listening from to my new listeners i'm grateful please subscribe don't forget to subscribe to my repeat listeners god bless you i really appreciate you thank you for listening and for sharing. I pray that um, we will embrace God's wisdom and will treat people fairly. I pray that we will not oppress people, that we will be kind, we'll be just, we'll be righteous, will be full of integrity and that God will bless our habitation as we abide in him. In Jesus name, amen. Thank you so much. I remain supreme. God bless you.